0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on a big night at the top of the Premiership. Rangers have the chance to go top when Ross County under Don Cowie come to Ibrox. Neil Warnock's first home league game in charge sees Aberdeen welcome Motherwell and Derek McInnes is hoping to sell the prospect of a Celtic Park upset to his players ahead of this Weekend. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me on this Valentine's Day edition of Clyde One Super Scoreboard, the two most romantic pundits <laughs> that we could find. I think I've even got some romantic music for you. Let's see if I can hear it. Have you? I think so. I'd set up. It's running late. Where's your team? You going for that? That's decent. Happy with that? Yeah, yeah. You looking forward to tonight's football, Marvin Bartley? <laughs> I thought you something else then. <laughs> yeah. Football. Yes, I am. I am indeed. Um, all eyes, I think, on Ibrox. Celtic fans, Rangers fans. Rangers fans obviously still can go back top of the league um, or joint top of the league and Celtic fans hope, obviously hoping they slip up. So, yeah, a big, big midweek fixture and hopefully, you know, Don Carey does okay as well. Yeah, I'm just listening to Marvin there and just, uh, you know... Get into a kind of dreamland uh, with all He's this music. He's got that music sort of here. soothing, romantic yeah, voice, that, doesn't that, he? Very soothing, yeah, very comforting. I'm not <laughs> sure if that's really romantic being comforting, but anyway, <laughs> no. T- tonight's match, I think, uh, particularly Ibrox, is a, a huge game for Rangers. They know that not, not only did they go level in points, but they can go above Celtic and, uh, to the top of the league if they can manage to have a, a three-goal advantage. And I think most people, Gordon, would expect that to happen tonight against um, you know a, a team who have just recently um, lost their manager, Don Kerry, taking part, uh, taking interim charge tonight. A uh, big test for him. But Rangers are in very, very good form. And obviously up at Aberdeen, um, you know, again, a, a really, really good uh, match you would expect between Aberdeen and Motherwell. And again, Aberdeen with a new manager. So, yeah, uh, uh, we always, always, uh, you know, a wee kind of span on the watch uh, uh, after the midweek, fi- sorry, after the, the weekend fixtures, mm-hmm. this, uh, these two games tonight. 01419511025, that is the number you need. I know you never thought you would spend Valentine's Day with Jim Duffy and Marvin Bartley, but there we are. Get your calls in ahead of a huge night of football, Rangers fans. You're heading along to Ibrooks. How are you feeling? Philippe Clement says, not interested in looking at league tables or the chance to go top. I've got a funny feeling, though. It's what every Rangers fan heading along to the game will be thinking about. So give us a call if you're on your way. Do you think you'll get the three-goal victory that you're looking for? How do you see it going? Who would you line up with? I know there's been some chopping and changing recently um, and a few players maybe showing what they're capable of. So how would you go tonight how would you line up what gives you your best chance of that three goal victory any Motherwell fans a real sore one uh, in the cup at the weekend what do you think about tonight's trip to Pataudry Celtic fans you just have to sit and wait you bet you never thought you would cheer on Ross County quite so much but that is the reality uh, this midweek but anything at all you want to get off your chest please do on 01419511025 and a staple of the Clyde One Super Scoreboard calendar. We couldn't let it pass by every Valentine's Day. You have the chance to impress us with your romance Mm. and your sense of humour. We're on Twitter looking for your love poems to Scottish football. Roses are red, you do the rest. (laughs) I'm already regretting that, looking at some of the tweets that are are (laughs) in, but what can you do? 
Um, we'll try our best and sift through them and find some that are radio friendly. Rosies are red. You do the rest over there on Twitter. I think I said to you before, Gordon, on Valentine's Day, just because you mentioned that, and we Marvin the night that when I was at Norwich uh, a few years ago with Peter Grant, you get as, as Marvin will tell you, you, you get immersed in the football and you forget things. So the twos were there. We went out um, to a little country pub. And you know, to discuss the football and stuff like that, and we sat down and we looked about, and you could see flowers everywhere, and tables, <laughs> and napkins, and candles, and all sorts of things, and absolutely oblivious to the no fact that it was Valentine's on. Day. <laughs> the two of us are sitting next to a big log fire, everything, and then just we see all these various couples coming in and all that kind of stuff, and me and him are just sitting there thinking. Valentine's Day. I think we, we better we better make sure that we, we can run to the nearest little shop and take home some flowers or chocolates or something I like that. I thought it was a bit weird when you started kissing, to be honest, but listen, <laughs> yeah, each to their own. 01419511025. We had one great call last night actually. Maybe there is any maybe there are people out there uh, who are having to choose between romance and football tonight. Mm. That's what I really want to know. I don't know how these two got the free pass to come in for a couple of hours, <laughs> but there you go. Are you choosing between romance and football? Let us know. 01419511025. 1025, just a bit of fun to kick us off. But get your calls in. Tonight's game at Ibrox clearly going to dominate the thoughts for many. Let's get a scene set up there with Andrew McLean. Yeah, we all know what can happen tonight. You guys have talked about it already. A win by three goals or more, and Rangers move top of the table on goal difference. Top of the table it would be for the first time since August 2022 as well. As you said, Philip Clement isn't interested in talking about that. He just wants his team to keep on playing well, keep on improving, and keep on picking up points, which they have been doing. He says he won't even be looking at the league table once this game is done, no matter what the result is. He does say that fans are allowed to dream and seeing their side go top of the league tonight would definitely be a sign of the progress that has been made by Philip Clement in his short time at the club. Nothing, of course, is handed out in February. However, it will definitely fill fans with belief and confidence and optimism if they see their side at the top of the table come the end of play tonight. They're up against the Ross County side who probably well, definitely hit their lowest point, didn't they? Last midweek, a 5-0 hammering by Motherwell. That was enough for Derek Adams. He resigned. They'll be hoping for that new manager bounce under caretaker boss Don Cowie tonight. As for team news, early stuff in Leon Balligan is being assessed coming into this one. He's still adjusting to wearing a mask after that face knock that he took. There's going to be no Ryan Jack tonight as well. He's just being managed on his return back from injury. I'll give you full team news in about half an hour. 0141-951-1025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB. I'm going to really struggle to sift through all this Valentine's poetry. <laughs> Genuinely hundreds and hundreds already. Hugh Evans is getting a tough, tough time out there. <laughs> I think writing so. Already. 0141-951-1025. Right, let's go to Andy. He's a Rangers fan from Ibrox. He's ticking a lot of boxes there, Andy. Are you going to be top by the end of the night? Gordon, good evening, panel. Uh, yeah, I think we will be. My little boy's with me. We're in the car up to Newcastle. He said 3 0 with a sub goal being a penalty, which I think would uh, send the, the call in busy for the rest of the week. Um, so I'm going to go with a 3 0. Um, and I think, more importantly, the three points is the main thing. Phil Clement's jumped a lot of hurdles and he's passed every test so far, with the one blot in the copybook being the old fun game, which is a tight game, poor in both ends, and we've not won it. But it reminds me. Buster Coglu lost his first old firm game and after that went on to dominate them. And for me, Clement's seen the old firm. He's got a better grip of the team. I think momentum's on Rangers' side. I think tonight's a statement win. If we win this and go top, it's something the Rangers team's not done for many years. 
And I think going into that old firm game, if we can keep the pace and win that, Rangers will go on and win the title. If we don't win that old firm game, I, I would say it goes back to Parkhead. So you put, you know, do you put a lot of importance on, on doing it tonight, Andy? Is it, is it symbolic or what? You know, Philippe Clement clearly distanced himself from that type of chat. And let's be honest, if it's 2-0 and you're only one goal off being top, it's hardly the end of the world, you know. But is there just something about the, the opportunity to do it and, and taking that opportunity that the fans will be buying into going along tonight? Yeah, I think the three points is the main thing. And I, I, I would take a 2-0 just now if you offered it. You know, the goal difference is the goal difference. And I think at one point, I think we've got like 14 goals behind Celtic potentially this season, let alone seven or eight points. So there's no doubt there's been a massive swing and it, it down to Clermont. The mentality is instilled in a losing side while bringing on players who look to be out the door is incredible. And I think any fan of any side would be crazy to say he's not done an amazing job. But there's a side on the other side of the town where momentum's going the other way. And in the past, whenever that's happened, Rangers have never taken advantage of it. And we've got players who just haven't had the mentality. And some of them are still in that starting lineup. However, they're surrounded by players, I think, that Clement is totally turned a 180, he's changed the way they think, the way they play, the confidence is there, and the rotation through the squad I think is really helping as well, so I'm fully bought into Clement as is as every other Rangers fan, but tonight, is going out getting the three points but as a statement, I think the only other thing would be winning an old firm game other than going ahead top tonight Does it feel like a, a big moment at least Jim, like we said, look, if it's one goal and it doesn't quite yeah. happen, then nothing's decided tonight, but is it just like symbolic? Is that the word for yeah, Rangers no, fans? But I, th I think it's an opportunity for Rangers tonight that the, the vast, vast majority of Rangers fans would expect them to take. You know, you're, you're a team who are in turmoil in Ross County. Um, you know, they've had some heavy defeats. Um, the, you know, the manager has just left. Um, there's, you know, the, the, there's a, the real um, uncertainty about the, the, the club at this moment in time. Rangers are playing well, scoring goals, winning matches. So I think it's an opportunity. Psychologically, I think they've got to take that tonight. Uh, I would be disappointed if I was a Rangers fan if they didn't go top after tonight's game. They have, uh, you know, um, you know all the attributes to do that. But the mentality side, as Andy was mentioning there. Albeit, you know, the the, the big the, the, the next big challenge was the Celtic challenge. That's one so far they haven't managed to uh, overturn. But they have turned a, a seven-point deficit since Philip Clement came in, uh, you know, and shortened that down. Tonight gives them an opportunity to match it and possibly better it. Um, so, the, 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 you know, for me, this is a fantastic opportunity. Philip Clement has already said that he's not wanting to talk about titles and that stuff. He's taking it game by game. I get all that. But for fans... I think it's hugely important for Rangers to win convincingly tonight. Yeah, and just looking at it from a kind of Clement's point of view, I think he'd prefer to sit on the shoulder. I think, as Jim said there, you know, he's clawed back the deficit since he came in with, with the points that Celtic were ahead. I think just for now, he prefers just to sit on the shoulder and, and keep being the chasing team because... Oh, I like Jim, that theory. Yeah, Not Jim, that Jim, Jim will know more than me, but once you obviously go in front, I think there's a mindset change. I think once you are that, that leading team and all of a sudden you are then... You know the the hunter. Now you're being the hunted. I think it almost psychologically it changes for the players. I think if you can just sit on the shoulder for now, and like Andy's saying there, when the two teams meet, if you can then win that game and go three points ahead, for example, I think it's a, it's a lot better rather than beating Ross County four 0 tonight, and then all of a sudden all the pressure's now put on you. You have to go and win the league. Where right now they've been the chasing team. They're currently still chasing. Just sit on the shoulder. I think he would prefer that. Um, my head's all over the place, Andy, because he's <laughs> usually the most positive, optimistic pundit we've got, <laughs> but he thinks it's better if Rangers don't go top. 
No, uh, I think <laughs> I think there's certain players that maybe prefer chasing. I think Clement himself has got it right, spot on. And I agree with you, Gordon. Um, I heard you asking a question of yourself at the press conference. Clement himself will know what's at stake, and the players will be talking about it. But he's only got the blinkers on for three points, and you know, don't concede you'll win a game. Um, the, the goals will be nice, but are you go, are we going to complain about a two-nil win? Not really, no. But you're right. It's a team that's in turmoil and. New manager bounce or caretaker bounce, maybe. Motherwell put them to the sword at the weekend. I think your manager said they should have had 10. I don't see why we can't go and get three, four, five goals tonight and, and jump top. Yeah, that was Andy's right. Something we sort of put to Philippe Clement yesterday. It's fine to say we're not thinking about titles. Mm-hmm. We're not thinking about the league table. We're not looking at the league table. But the noise that will greet the Rangers players when they run out tonight is not like the noise that would greet Rangers versus Ross County on a Wednesday night in September. It's just yeah. not. It's just it's, it's just human nature. <laughs> You're going to be able to feel it. Yeah. Um, and that might help. Or it might, you know, that, you guys know better than me. Sometimes when there's a, a buzz in the air, then it, it just adds something to the occasion. Yeah. No. Listen. Like you said, the fans will expect today, and so will the players. And I'm talking about them. All the players will care about is winning that game. If you offered the players one nil now to just go and win, they'll take it just to be level on points again with Celtic. You know, you can't go into a Premier League game and expect to beat somebody three 0 or four 0 regardless of what's happened before. As Jim said, they've got Don Carey now in as a kind of interim manager, so they might they might get a bit of a reaction out of that. You know, no team has a right, especially when you go and play against Celtic and Rangers. I've been there as a player. You go and sit behind the ball. You make it extremely difficult for them. So the most important thing, definitely from a manager's point of view, from Clement's point of view, is just winning. He doesn't care about the league table because you can't all of a sudden say, now let's start looking at the league table because we have the opportunity to go top when you were six or seven points behind. It wasn't important. I do think, though, that players do, you know, see that. They won't come out and talk oh, and say it publicly. Of must. course they won't, but players do. We've been in dress room, both mm-hmm. with players. I mean, obviously, I was a long time ago player. But if you're in there... You know, you're in that dressing room. Of course, you know, if we won this game, this takes us to this position. Or, you know, there's an opportunity for us to, to go above someone, whatever it is, whatever your targets are. So I think the Rangers players will absolutely be fully aware. They won't sit in front of the manager because they know the, the manager's going to be, you know, making sure that they're absolutely focused on winning the game. But if Rangers manage to score, you know, a goal or two tonight and they're, they're, they're a couple of goals up... I don't think they'll then just say, oh, well, 2 nothing will do is we'll just keep the ball. You know, we'll let um, Ross County sit behind the ball. I think they'll go for the juggler. Yeah, I mean, any any particular team news issues that take your fancy, Andy? Philippe Clement's made a lot of changes and it's not really made an impact either way. That seems to have a... That's usually a good thing. Does that mean you go along quite relaxed about who does or, or doesn't get the nod? Yeah, I think, I think the only player that never really took their opportunity and it's not a surprise with Scott Wright against Air United... Um, I, I don't think he's got a long-term future at Ibrox that no one will expect. Cortez looks exciting. Diamandi's going to get minutes, I think, tonight. Jack's been managed finally properly for the first time in a long time, but won't renew his contract. I think the, the choices up front, Fabio Silva is just a far better footballer than Cyril Dessel. So for me, Silva starts, Cortez in the left, McCausland's wide right and Campbell behind him. And yeah, we go for the goals and... Can I just say though, Ross County, all due respect, they went to Parkhead the other week and were very lucky not to win 2-1. They lost a deflected goal, so they'll, they'll set up their stall tonight. Um, but if we take a chance, he's silver bringing people into play, I, I can't see he's not getting a, a comfortable win. I think you, you're right, Marvin. It's, it's sort of hard to predict exact margins of mm-hmm. scoreline because 
would you have expected Rangers to put more than two past Ayer? Possibly. Yeah. But then you quite conceivably can. Like um, Andy mentioned, Motherwell put five past Ross County. I think when you get very specific about the number of goals, um, it's, it's quite difficult to, to predict that. Yeah, times, isn't it, it? it becomes extremely difficult. And, and as I said, from a player's point of view, from, from the manager's point of view, the most important thing is you win this game of football. And I disagree. If they're two 0 up, they won't be thinking. Right, we have to get a third and leave themselves open at the back, almost like it's a you know a cup game, the second leg of a cup, and they need to win three 0 They just win the game. Just win the game. If you win, if Rangers will know if they win all their games between now and the end of the season, they win the league. That is fact, and they understand that. So it's not about having to go, you know, crazy today and go gung ho today and end up conceding and winning two one rather than two 0 etc. etc. What about David in Brookfield? Thank you to Andy, by the way. How are you, David? What are your thoughts ahead of tonight? Uh, feeling confident about the football But not too sure what the missus is up to Oh what have you done? <laughs> have, you, have you had to cancel the big plans? Well I can kind of blame some other people in the mix here The game was obviously postponed um, <laughs> And I thought the ticket was sold um, I then decided to go Right I'll march upstairs last night Drop the bomb I thought it landed quite well <laughs> But then the missus is all of a sudden Landed at a new fitness class But she's just left the house And left me with the wee one <laughs> So she disappeared To some new fitness class Which You know I hope this new fitness class exists If you're, if you're hearing me <laughs> I was worried I thought that was going to be A new fitness trainer I thought yeah. she was going to A new personal PT, trainer there PT, yeah. I was really worried I, I couldn't have this on my conscience Um David, I, 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 this has turned into the Jerry McHale show all of a sudden. I don't really know where yeah, to yeah. take it. But listen, if Rangers win 4-0, <laughs> you'll not be caring, will you? Well, it depends if I come back in the motors here. If the motors not here, then you know, I mean, I'm, I probably need to concentrate on packing bags and yeah, I, I thought that was Gordon tonight when I seen him giving me a suitcase. I thought, well, I, should, I mean, eventually... I actually it. did have a suitcase, bizarrely, which is a whole, <laughs> yeah. a whole different story. Um, but I was going to actually ask if get Gordon's number after to get a bit of advice, just in case, you know... Oh, that Gordon, oh, he knows a thing or two about getting kicked out, that's for sure. <laughs> that's, an, that's an absolute certainty. Right, look, look I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine, David. Yeah, no, I'm sure you're... Significant other and her friends will just enjoy the fitness class, get exercised in the appropriate <laughs> manner, and then come back and, and you two can talk about the game. I'm sure that will be the case. Will Rangers be top of the league when all that happens? Um, I think it's going to be a bit tighter. Um, I think um, the last caller made a really good comment in terms of Ross County at Parkhead. I think Clawant as well made a really good point. You know, in terms of interim manager, players getting that boost. So, I don't know. I, I think it's. I think it's going to be. Not going to be close. I think we're going to win. But if we're going to break down the wall, as Clement says, I don't know if we're going to get as many goals as needed. Love to see it. Um, but I think it might be. It might be closer than than what other people might think. Would you go as far as to give your partner a, a we mention just in case she's listening on the way to said fitness class? Yeah, I've got neighbours that listen on, the, on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Wise Emma, decision. Emma, I'm telling you right now, you better be here when I get back. <laughs> <laughs> Emma, enjoy your fitness class. Thanks to David on 0141951 1025. And honestly, the, the, the poetry I'm witnessing, I can barely concentrate yeah. uh, on the show. Some truly outrageous suggestions, <laughs> as you, you would expect. Um, Hugh Keevan's getting it tight. Really, really. But anyway, we'll be listening as well. Uh, roses are red Wednesday night and it's damp you could write what Keevans knows on the back of a stamp <laughs> says Jai67 relatively mild I'm sure for uh, Benny says roses are red and so is my toaster we Hugh Keevans is one specky roaster <laughs>
Sorry. Oh, you. I mean, he's heard all this before. He likes it. Yeah. He's a pantomime villain, isn't he? Uh, he's not alone, though. All the pundits are getting it tight. Roses are red. Violets are blue. Halliday's turkey hair could do with some glue, <laughs> says Pendon. <laughs> Honestly. Um, and, and very sort of topical for this type of phone-in. Jamie, I don't even know what team Jamie supports. Maybe it's a, the self-deprecating one or maybe he's a rival fan. Roses are red. Sometimes so are hydrangeas. VAR are checking something. Penalty Rangers, he says. Oh. 0141 There's plenty more where they came from. I mean plenty, but I'd like to have some phone calls as well. So give us a shout. Let us know what's on your mind. And we'll speak next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hear it. Watch it. Search the YouTube stream now. The voice of Scottish football. Call 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Jim Duffy and Marvin Bartley are here. We're going to see if we can get a romantic meal for three served <laughs> during the next break. I tell you what, the, the standard of Valentine's poetry is um, varied, I would have to say. Um, most of you have got a sense of humour, some of you don't, which is to be expected. Um, but the pundits are getting it tight, which is kind of what I hoped for, as long as it's just about on that like yeah. threshold of what's if it's acceptable. Humorous, we don't mind. Roses are if red. It's not abusive. Roses are red. Wilson managed breaking. Dazzler tried there. They were both absolutely reeking. <laughs> I can just imagine. Well, hold on. I was going to say I can just imagine them in the bath. The bath yeah, but I won't say that, that yeah. phrase ever again. <laughs> not do um, that. What do you mean? What do you mean? I got finals. I get, I get your finals. I don't know my record. Um, but anyway, we'll keep them coming in, shall we? Uh, I like this one. Um, roses are red. Scotland went through because Haaland scored one and the good guys scored two. See, yeah, that that's what we need. One. We can all get on board with that. Eek, Heisa, Kevin on that one. I'll see what he's done there. Mm. What's coming up this summer. Um, and Rico has got... <laughs> he obviously knows a day in the life of me. He says, roses are red. Is Gordia blue? He must favour green. The well can't be true. <laughs> <laughs> he's read my Twitter before, this guy. He's obviously... Historic he, tweet. He's obviously... <laughs> He's obviously seen the debates that go on. Anyway, 01419511025. David's a Rangers fan. Uh, you can talk to us about your conference tonight, David, or your Valentine's plans. You decide. Take it away. Um, well, I'm confident on the Rangers anyway. Um, I think we can beat them with three. If we can get an early one, then I think it could be three, four, maybe even five. Um, I like the young boy out the Courtois or something. Cortez. I think he's very much in the Ryan Kent mould. He just gets the ball at his feet and runs at them, and he's got pace, and that'll worry them. Um, drop Scott Wright. In fact, drop him off the Erskine Bridge for all I care. Oh, steady, 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 David. I know it was a joke. <laughs> he's been a total letdown. Um, he's never really shown the class to be a quality Rangers player. I would bring Yilmaz back. I've been impressed with him. The last few games he played. Um, the Scott Wright no helped you win the cup, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I think David's obviously referencing he recent. <laughs> he's got a thing about Hearts at Hamden. I think doesn't he's good in those occasions. It's it's just it's just hasn't supplied the goods on a regular basis, and I think that's why he hasn't been getting games. Um, keep Silva up front, bring in Yilmaz, and just go at them. Just. I don't see any problem. We should, should I say, uh, I, uh, that can happen. But if we can get an early goal, if we can score in the first 10 minutes, then I think four is is a definite possibility. How yeah. encouraging is that that Philippe Clement has made 
changes game to game and there doesn't seem to be a huge drop off you know David's mentioning one or two maybe that aren't taking their chance mm-hmm. um, I think with that club at Rangers you're always going to be you know rotating the squad and you should have strength and depth and Rangers have got a much bigger squad stronger squad than Ross County so they can make two or three changes uh, and you know it just gives a different um, proposition to how they would play rather than weaken the team mm-hmm. Um, it's all about decisions, as David said. Some some fans um, would prefer, um, say, say McCausland to start. Some they might say Matondo or whatever happens to be. So everyone will have their, their choices to make, whether it's Silva, whether it's Dessers. The Dessers has come in for a fair bit of stick, but his goal return's actually pretty decent. Um, Silva is still searching for fitness and sharpness. Um, didn't play hardly any minutes of football, really, before he came to Rangers. But he does look a, a really good player and uh, scoring the goal, even albeit in the, in the cup there against United, um, you know, will we'll give him confidence. Um, and, you know, again, if, if he starts or Dessler starts, they will get chances. There's no doubt about it. It's all about how calm they are in front of goal and whether they take those chances. Yeah, thank you very much to David on the line. My apologies if anyone was offended by David's miscued attempt at humour um, about the Rangers team tonight. But anyway, we move on on 0141951 and we are on Twitter as well, honestly, these tweets. And I'm just going to keep saying it over and over again, but truly, truly, a, 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 some of you have a very interesting imagination out there, I must admit. At William Rose's, a red eye in Brazil, Rangers beat County an easy 4-0. Like, that's just a, it's just a, it's a tap in that one for, for tonight's uh, theme. Motherwell team making its way to me. Looks like Andy Halliday's out injured, by the way, honestly. What's, what's happening? What's happening here? Just... Just he was in, good as well when he came two on minutes. He was good. He yeah, made a difference. I know you lost, but oh, when he came on, yeah, I thought he was. I thought he made a difference when he came on, Andy. Yeah, yeah, he did. To be fair, but he's obviously overexerted himself <laughs> in trying to keep Motherwell in the cup, which didn't actually work <laughs> in the end. Anyway, uh, Darren says roses are red. DL's got a big hooter. It would be <laughs> hysterical to see Shug on a scooter. <laughs> Would it? I don't know, I guess. I no, guess that'd so. be decent. Not yeah. the electric one, though, the old foot-powered ones. I'd yeah, like that. Yeah, I guess so, I guess. Um, right, OK. Uh, let's go to Andrew, because he's actually got the team news, just as we were debating it. Go on, Andrew. Yeah, well, Philip Clont made seven changes at the weekend, and he's made another seven again today. Barisic, Jack, Raskin, Wright, Diamandi, Cortez and Silva all drop out. Of the starting lineup, income Yilmaz, Lundstrom, Lawrence, Matondo, Cantwell, McCausland, and Dessers. So it'll be Jack Butland in goal for Rangers tonight. The back four James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, John Souter, and Ridvan Yilmaz. In midfield, John Lundstrom, Tom Lawrence, and Todd Cantwell. It'll be Ross McCausland out on the right, Ravi Matondo on the left, and Cyril Dessers leading the line. The substitutes McCrory, Silva, Cortez, Wright, Davies, Barisic, King, Diamandi, and Raskin. What jumps out for you there, Marvin? I like it, to be honest. Um, you know, obviously, like you said, he made the changes again. We always thought he would freshen it freshen it up. And Jim touched on it there. When you've got, you know, fresh players coming in, but they add different qualities as well. You know, Rangers' squad is very, very good at this moment in time. And, and Clement said himself, all the players understand what they need to do. So he's not just bringing in players and changing it up and people are unsure on their roles. Everyone knows what they have to do. I really enjoy Neil Mads at left-back as well. I know he came in for a lot of stick, um, but when he's been given a run of games, I think... Kind of his credibility with the Rangers fans has definitely gone up, um, and him and Motondo down that side, you know, hopefully he can get the same understanding that he had with Seema. So, no, nah, listen, not at all surprised by the changes he's made. 
I'm a wee bit surprised Matondo started, but other than that one, I thought he might bring Detters back because I think he's, he is still managing Silva's minutes. Tom Lawrence, I'm a big fan. I think he's a terrific player and I think when he's fit, he adds so much uh, extra quality to the midfield. I know Raskin, you know, initially did very, very well, but he's, he's not quite at the same height since he came back from his long-term injury. Um, but Tom Lawrence, I think, gives him a bit extra creativity. Um, I think uh, allows Cantwell to just be a little bit f- uh, further advanced. Lundstrom's an, an absolute nailed on to be, um, you know, almost uh, you know a, a gimme now uh, because he's been so pivotal in how Rangers play, so consistent, probably the most consistent Rangers player this season, I think, in John Lundstrom. So yeah, I mean that's the only one for me. I thought uh, per- perhaps he, he, he might have left uh, Matondo out, but mm. he's brought him back in. Dessers, as I mentioned earlier on to the, the previous caller, David, that um, his goal return's been decent, so he's going to get in there. And I think when he's got a top player like Silva sitting on the bench, he knows he has to perform, so that's good for Rangers. Yeah. Fabio Silva, though, well, when he's starting to tick along, he's got a couple um, recently obviously scored in the game against Ayer um, and scored in the league game against Livingston. Mm-hmm. Do, you think, do you think that's going to continue? Or does has he done enough to show that he can perhaps be that first choice going into big games like tonight? Yeah, I, I think he has. But you know, like Jim said, he hadn't played that much football before signing for Rangers. So you have to be very, very careful the minutes that he does play. You know, they've got a lot of games coming up. You know, they've played a lot of games since he's came in. So, you know, what the last thing you want to do is, is continually start him and, and him get injured um, or, or fatigue, and then all of a sudden you've got to leave him out for two games in a row. So Clement knows what he's doing in terms of keeping him fresh, keeping everyone else fresh as well. But like you said there, Gordon, when he's on the bench, he knows when he does come on the pitch or he does mm. start games, he has to perform to stay in. I think, I think Philip Clement also said, Marvin, that about, about the press, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of the energy required, not just when Rangers have the yeah. ball, but without the ball. And Dessers does that well, Silver. So he's almost going to say, I'll give you roughly about an hour, maybe just over an hour each. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But because of the demands on not just the build-up play and the goal score, the goal scoring threat, it's about when they don't have the ball. They, they are the trigger for the press. Mm-hmm. And I think that is a big thing that Silver has to get up to that speed as well as yeah. Rangers will, of course, dominate the ball at Ibrox. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, let's go to Stephen on the line. Stephen, what do you think of that? Team tonight, Cyril Dessers giving the nod up front. Um, Matondo stays in the team. Those are some of the headlines. Are Rangers going to get the job done? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, and first of all, good evening, guys. How's it all doing? Yeah, obviously, we're all good. Thanks. That's brilliant. It's good to see Yilmaz in the team to tell you the truth. I think that sweet boy could be a superstar for Rangers. You know, I think he's really, really good. Is he, is he, have you always been a fan, Stephen, or has he impressed you with his kind of recent improvements? He's recent improvement, but when he came to Rangers, he was a wee bit... He, obviously, he's a young boy, came into a different country, and he picked up a couple of injuries. But now we see the deal, the speed, and he's thinking of the game, I think, is really good as well. Yeah, Marvin needs... I don't know, if Rangers played a cup final tomorrow, would it still be Barisic, or are you not so sure no. anymore? I think your man's will be number one now. Really? I genuinely do, yeah. And as Stephen said, that kind of the pace that he, that he adds to it. I think he came in for a tough time at the start because we all know Barisic's delivery and, and how good he is when he gets into that final third. And, and Yilmaz was a different kind of type. Um, you know, and, and Stephen makes a great point as well. A young player coming to a different country with the pressures that come with playing for Rangers or Celtic. You have to win every week, etc., etc. So he spent, he spent a little bit of time having to settle in. But for me now, I, I think I agree. He's, he's a joy to watch and you know, the way that he does attack and the pace that he does have. And you know, he's constantly up and down. 
I think he had something different to, to Rangers. And I think he's their number one left back now. Yeah, I also think that when you come in, he probably knew he was second fiddle to Barisic. So that's also difficult, as, as Marvin said. Not only are you, you a new player, new country, new culture, all these sort of things, but you also know that even if you play well, Barisic was going mm-hmm. to be number one. Well, I think that has definitely changed now. I think that if he knows that if he performs at the level he has been doing, he will get the jersey. So I think the manager has got belief in him, I think trust in him, and that's so important if you're a player, that you've got the trust of the manager, and you know you've got the trust of the manager, and you know that if your standards are high, then you will keep that starting jersey. And I think mm. that's exactly the case for Yilmaz now. There's an interesting comment from John Souter, I don't know if you saw it, he did press duty at the weekend, and he, he was, how to explain it, just to add that extra context quite a relatively quiet guy John Souter mm-hmm. the answers weren't long and they weren't particularly expansive this is not a criticism There's, I'm kind of getting to the why that's important he was asked about Cortes and what he made of him um, on his start at the weekend and he then went into this really long detailed answer almost like something he felt really passionately about mm-hmm. about why it doesn't really matter how you know you've got to give him time you've got to understand how hard it is for a young boy to come over here and do this and he then himself brought up Yilmaz as an example and said you can now see he's joining in conversations, he now fits in in, in maybe that way that he couldn't before you're seeing that on the pitch is that 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 side of it that let's be honest as fans and and pundits we probably don't really pay attention to enough we never do it here, you know we never um, understand the difficulties and I always say to people put yourself in that situation go to another country, no matter what job you do walk into an environment you know, and, and don't know the language, don't know the culture, don't know the jokes and the nuances again in dressing rooms. Mm-hmm. And every dressing room is different. Marvin will tell you from being down south as well. And the kind of multicultural dressing rooms that you have now, it's so different. You've got to treat people differently. You can't just have the same joke with one person as you would with another person. And all these things take time to settle in. Not only that, you might have a partner or families or all these sort of things um, as well. Are they settling in? How are they, um, you know, finding, uh, you know, living in a different country, a different environment? So it's so, so difficult. The ones that click straight away, I've got nothing but admiration for. But, you know, you can move from city to city. You know, you can move from Glasgow to Edinburgh and it's completely different. You know, never mind different countries. Yeah. So I, I, I really don't. I think when somebody pulls a jersey on, they get in that pitch. Fans just judge them what they see. They don't really understand the background behind it. Uh, right. Thank you to Stephen. Let me tell you about this before we go any further. Ah, the Make Me A Winner call went to five rings this afternoon So we have a rollover, a nightmare for that person But potentially the game for you You know how to play, just answer that phone and say Make Me A Winner It's £128,000 tomorrow If you want involved, text YES to 61025 Texts are £2 plus your standard network rate You can enter at Clyde1.com for £2 Or call 0330 calls charged at a standard rate it is over 18s only and all the entries since Ollie won on Tuesday have rolled over all the other rules for this network competition are online if you get the call after 3pm tomorrow answer within 5 rings that's the first part say make me a winner straight away to win £128,000 text yes to 61025 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish Football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard.
Jim Duffy and Marvin Bartley are here on 01419511025 building up to kick off between Rangers and Ross County and Aberdeen v Motherwell also Celtic fans I know it can be a bit quieter when your team's not involved midweek but you're very much involved in this title race and with all that talk and all that attention on Rangers chance to go top tonight I wonder how you feel about it all let us know on the usual number if you can, we're after your Valentine's poetry as well. Derek says, Roses are red, Celtic were top. Brendan came back, now they've gone pop. <laughs> Celtic fans, do we actually are still top? I think you'll find <laughs> at 10 to 7. <laughs> Jonathan Rosie, this is one we can all get behind. Roses are red, Scotland succeeding. Best moment was when we Rodri was greeting. <laughs> I like that. Yep, I'm happy with that. Roses are red, Violets are blue. Jim or Marvin beat the pundit? I'll beat them by at least two. Okay. If it's me, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> On a bad run. This is working out well. I'm happy with this. <laughs> Are you enjoying yourself? Sort man? of. I mean, I'm having to sift through a lot <laughs> yeah. to get to, Need a filter. to the ones that can, yeah. can work here. Let me quickly get Andrew McLean to bring you the Ross County team. Yeah, it was a 5-0 defeat to Motherwell last time out. Don Curry now in charge and he's made five changes. Nightingale, Borthwick, Jackson, Jenks, Harmon and White all drop out. Effetti, Leek, Reed, Latoury and Brophy come in. It'll be a 5-3-2 for the visitors this evening. George Wickens in goal. The back five, James Brown, Mitch Effetti, Loic Ayina, Ryan Leek and Josh Reed. The midfield three, Eli King, Victor Latoury and Jan Danda. The strike force, Simon Murray and Eamon Brophy. The substitutes Laidlaw, Borthwick, Jackson, Sims, Sheaf, Harmon, Henderson, Keller and White. The referee at Ibrooks tonight is Alan Muir and the VAR is Gavin Duncan. Never let it be said that we only focus on a couple of teams. We have Ross County poetry. Patrick says, Roses are red. Derek Adams now cries. Comparing Ross County to Morecambe wasn't so wise. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, quite, uh, quite honest, that one. Scott is on the line. How's it going, Scott? Hi, good. Gordon, how are you? Not bad, not bad at all. What do you what do you think about tonight, Scott? You know, the importance of going top. What what's that about for you? You you all aboard that or can it wait as far as you're concerned? The three points is the most important thing in my eyes. Um, if we got a couple of early goals, then you know getting the three would be would be good. But for me it's all about the, the three points tonight. Yeah, I mean, I think Philippe Clement's been speaking to you, Scott. That's the that's the boring managerial answer. And I do get it, of course. There's a there's a lot of truth to be had there. Um, I think the fans, well, I think the fans will be sort of expectant, though, Scott. Does it do something to the occasion tonight when it's got that incentive there? I think I think absolutely. I will be rocking tonight. I, I definitely think there'll be a, a fantastic atmosphere, uh, which actually leads me on to my point, um, panel. Uh, Jim and Marvin, I, I just wanted to uh, think about your thoughts uh, and what you think. If, if we do get the three goals and we do go top this evening, what can kind of psychological uh, effect that will have um, on our rivals across the city? Uh, Brendan Rogers was quick to come out and, and say after the, uh, the Hibs game, you know, coming away with that, it's a, a kind of a massive psychological effect. I just wanted to get, gauge the panel's thoughts on that. Yeah, I think he was saying, you know, talking to his own team, I don't think he was trying to say, well, we're throwing the gauntlet down at Rangers. I think he was saying it was a psychological boost to win a game where they could have lost um, if Vernon had chances in the second half and you get a last-minute penalty and you win these type of games. And they can be pivotal, there's no doubt about it. <laughs> Only time tells if, if, if they are. Uh, but in terms of getting that victory, um, it, could, it could be huge. Um, Rangers tonight I think as I said it's more the, the, the boost it gives yourself I don't really think it'll have too much of an impact 
on Celtic if Rangers won convincingly tonight. Um, I think they know that there's going to this is going to be a, a much tighter title race than a lot of people anticipated at the start of the season and even just a few months ago before Philip Clement came in. I think he has instilled a real um, siege mentality at Rangers. But there's still the, those two games against Celtic that they've lost, and you know until such times as he as he gets to the next game and can turn that around, there's always going to be that little kind of question mark hanging over him. But by and large, winning the, the League Cup, an opportunity tonight to go top of the league. Um, he is certainly making mm. huge strides forwards. There's no question about that. Scott's asking the panel what impact Rangers going top would have psychologically on Celtic. Maybe you Celtic fans can answer that. I think you'd be best placed to answer it, actually. So uh, do let us know your theory on it, Marvin. I think you're in danger of, of poking the bear, if I'm honest. I think, you know, if, if Rangers, say, for example, win 4-0 to, tonight and, and go top of the league... I think it becomes very, very simple for Brendan Rodgers to say, well, there you go, there's the league table, go and wrestle your title back. And I think then you're, you know, I think it rejuvenates them. I really, really do. Um, you know, I've watched a couple of Celtic games recently, obviously the Hibs one as well, where they didn't look like the usual Celtic for whatever reasons, but good teams win when they're not playing at their best. But it might give them the spark that they need to, to, to hit full flow again. Um, and I think that might do it. And it, I know it sounds weird, but I genuinely think from Brendan's point of view, I don't think he'll be too much, you know, too displeased rather if Rangers get the goals to go top today because then you can say to his players over to you What do you think Scott? I think uh, I, I think they'll get a meltdown uh, I honestly think they'll get a meltdown I mean Gordon DL was nearly meltdown last night mm-hmm. just because a Celtic fan was, uh, was coming on and talking about the narrative um, and then uh, sorry Gordon DL felt he had to apologise for, for, for being one of the media guys that's been I, I think you're giving him a, I don't know what goes on in that head quite frankly I don't think we should we should speculate when he's not here but um, uh, the thing the thing is that, that just, you know, sorry just on that last point look, Celtic, Celtic fans know it's entirely possible and this is what we're going back to you know so what, if they win by two they're technically not top yeah. win by three they are so does that mean if it's 2-0 in, in Scott's theory 2-0 Celtic fans won't Go crazy, but if it's three 0 they will. You know, it can't no, be that. that no, sort I, don't, of flimsy, I don't think, think that the people are going crazy, but they understand that you know Rangers have um, you know got, got a bit of a head of steam up. Um, Celtic are um, not firing on all cylinders, but the bottom line is, without firing on all cylinders and Rangers playing as well as they have done under Philip Clement, you know you would expect Celtic to improve. You, you absolutely you would expect Celtic to improve and therefore Rangers have to keep that level of performance going and perhaps even improve it um, to, to wrestle the title, uh, title away um, the interesting thing for me is, is the fact that for the first time I've noticed that um, Brendan Rodgers has just tweaked it and I know that he's he's, he's put Kyogo on a couple mm-hmm. of times in, in that kind of 10 position um, but we bring in uh, Idan he started against um, St Mung with that and, and I thought that was a Quite a big call. Be interesting to see if he sticks with that kind of format because he's always been a four-three-three guy. But then the, the, the last couple of games, he's, he's finished with a four-two-three-one and got the result against Hibs. Started with a four-two-three-one and um, you know got the result against St Mirren. So I'm just interested to see where he hit. He will tweak his preferred style. But as far as Scott's concerned, I don't I don't see Celtic. Um, panicking if Rangers get a comprehensive victory tonight mm, Thank you very much to Scott Johns on Twitter he says not only is it Valentine's Day it's my lovely wife's birthday but she's so awesome 
I see what you're doing here, John. <laughs> she doesn't mind me watching the phone in and the game. <laughs> uh, also, Anne Hayho, who's got a big birthday, celebrating out on holiday, but still listening to Clyde One Super Scoreboard, as she always does. Takes it everywhere. Happy birthday there as well. Let's play Beat the Pundit. Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. Come on down, Marvin Bartley's in miserable form. You think some of this poetry's bad? Well, you should see his beat the pundit record. Come on, 01419511025, and the lines close at seven. Tackle the headlines, 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Jim Duffy and Marvin Bartley are here. It's a big night of Premiership action. Two big games. I'd quite like to hear from you Motherwell fans as well. How damaging do you fear that Cup defeat has been? Got a tough run of fixtures coming up. Or do you think you can bounce back tonight? A couple of changes uh, to the team. Andy Halliday out injured, honestly. Well, I can't, just, you should stick to beat the pundit. It's a much <laughs> less strenuous uh, pastime, it has to be said. Um, and I'm looking at these questions already. Um, Don't start. I'm excited about this. So let's <laughs> let's play Beat the Pundit. Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish Sun.co.uk slash football. <laughs> uh, it's Beat the Pundit time. I need to be honest, right, because I should be more prepared, but I almost rival you in the arriving late stakes tonight. I was rushing around, coming back down from Perth. I hadn't actually checked these questions. They're all like Valentine's themed oh. every single question which is of course brilliant um, you were here with about 30 seconds to spare though, <laughs> I so actually I sh- ran I should have known I would be- we've actually had a complaint from the way that you've left your car <laughs> in that car park but anyway abandoned I'm disappointed in myself uh, John is on the line how's it going John? all good what about you guys? yeah not bad John. not bad where are you calling from John? Uh, down Scottish Borders oh, uh, nice little place called Dunnerleaton there we are have you ever played before? I've not, no. Right, okay. Well, let's Mark toss Jim. the coin, see who it is. Heads, it's Jim Duffy. Tails, it's Marvin. What Sounds have you... confident, him. You don't like that, do you? Nah. <laughs> nah, not at all. <laughs> what have you lost? Two in a row? Three in a row? Five two. Uh, nah, two. Sam Donnelly's bad influence, though. I'm glad he's not here today, actually. Do you know so... where he is? Push you off. No, where is Genuinely, he? Genuinely, do you know where he is? Oh, he's in Dubai, isn't he? No. He's trekking through the Sahara Desert or something. Oh, of course Just he as is. You, as you do. Yeah. Of course. I mean, why? Why would you not? Valentine's Day. Exactly. Some people go to under a starry, starry night. (laughs) Some people go to some length to get away from here on Valentine's Day, don't they? Incredible. We'll need to get back to him next week and see what on earth he's up to. Right, heads. It will be Jim Tails. It will be Marvin Bartley, and it is Tails again. Happy days. Oh, 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 Good luck, John. It's clever, Thank John. Clever. Save yourself, mate. <laughs> <laughs> right, thirty seconds on the clock, but only after we give Marvin some greatest hits radio. Hopefully, Marvin. some love songs for him on there tonight. Right, John, thirty seconds. Answer as many as you can, and pass if you don't know the answer. Okay. Go for it, mate. Time starts now. What was the name of St Mirren's ground before the Smyza Stadium? Love Street. What club connects John Robertson, Paul Hartley, and Anthony Naomi? Hearts. Who did Joe Hart join Celtic from? Tottenham True or false Former Rangers player Philippe Senderos Was born on Valentine's Day True Scottish defender Michael Rose Currently plays For which English Championship club Preston Forward Wagner Love Played for which country Pass Tim Flowers Won the English Premier League With which club 
<laughs> Are you ready, Marvin Bartley? Yeah. Why are you laughing? I just think you're up against it. Remember, Valentine's themed, okay? I think they're all right. I think you'd be fine. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. Right, your 30 seconds goes on the clock and your time starts now. What was the name of St Mirren's ground previous to the Smyza Stadium? Love, Love Street. What club connects John Robertson, Paul Hartley and Ante Naomi? Hearts. Who did Joe Hart join Celtic from? Tottenham. True or false, former Rangers player Philippe Senderos was born on Valentine's Day. Oh, ex-Arsenal, true. Uh, Scottish defender Michael Rose currently plays for which English Championship club? Stoke. Forward Wagner Love played for which country? Brazil. Tim Flowers won the English Premier League title with which club? Blackburn. John, what are you thinking? Close. Close, close, close. Do you know what? I get? I, I keep forgetting about this. I, get, I deserve another question, by the way. I asked that one before the music played out. I, get, I, I, for, I forgot about this. I get a complaint from Andy most weeks when you're on. And he's put it in like capital letters just to be very Andy clear who? To, I don't know, Andy on Twitter. Oh, right? from Andy Halliday. <laughs> Tell Marvin to stop screaming my house down with his laughing. <laughs> Sit back from the mic when you're about to explode with laughter. It, he shakes my house, says Andy. Apologies. Stop being so happy. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, you call up next Wednesday, I'll play against you. You've had some bad nights and beat the pundit. Two defeats in a row. Is this this? You also got a zero this season, didn't you? No, it was last. Why do you keep bringing it up? I don't know. It was it's last season, I think. Just like he likes to rub it in. <laughs> he does. Let's go through them. Uh, St. Mirren's ground was Love Street. See what we did there? Yeah. You both got it. John Robertson, Paul Hartley, and Auntie Naomi Hearts. See you again. You know. Yeah. Yeah. See what we did. Uh, Joe Hart joined Celtic from Spurs. Spurs. You both got it. <laughs> oh man, this is, this is it's tight <laughs> up to this point. What's that? Four all. Three all. Three all. I got four last time and lost um, six four. Philippe Senderos was born on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Four all. Yeah. Oh no. Michael Rose currently plays for Stoke <laughs> City. Oh damn it, John! Who did you say? Uh, Preston. I think I just guessed it. <laughs> five four. Five four. Wagner Love played for Brazil. Brazil. Uh, John, who did you say? This. Yeah, I passed that one. Uh, I can't believe this is happening. Already, before we've got the plats, wasn't he? I, th- I think you're going for the big ten. We've not, oh! even, we've not even finished yet. That this must be the highest you've ever had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've not even finished but... yet. Six. Okay. Uh, Tim Flowers won the English right. Premier League with Blackburn. Mm-hmm. John did get that as well, but you're still too far behind. Seven five tomorrow. Unbelievable. Beaten by him. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, John, John you can't call up again. John, on another night, a five's enough to win, but you've somehow <laughs> ran into the one night that Marvin Bartley fl- get, flukes his way to some here. correct yeah, answers. Exactly. Two's usually enough to beat Marvin. Exactly. <laughs> I keep Simon like away. John. John's still swinging. John's going down swinging. John, like that was a good style. game. Well done, yeah. John. All the best, Marvin. Cheers, Cheers guys. buddy. Thank Cheers, you. John. You've Bye. never, Bye. my statistician's been in touch, you've never got more than four. In the old studio, I'm sure I did. Not interested. As no, far, just as, the new studio only. As far back as our records go, <laughs> you've never had more than new four. New stadium. Well, not, I'm so on not, seven. Not only have you won, you've got seven out of seven, oh, yeah. which means you get to go for That's, the ten. I'm going to fail straight away. Only oh, Hugh Keevans and Kenny Miller, I think, this season. No, did you get no, the ten, get actually? Nine. nine, so you did. I knew you went for the ten. Has Kenny got it as well? He does. Yeah, what a man. I get nine out of ten, so you can get nine. You're Big pressure. Let's play the tense music. Mastermind team. Yeah. We need Silence. something tense. Dun, Come on. Dun, we need something tense. It's silent. Dun, Come on. <laughs> Here we go. Oh. True or false? Cupid McIntyre plays for Forfer. False. 
it is false. Come on! On <laughs> he goes. These questions make me nervous because they seem a bit like difficult to prove. But anyway, <laughs> Leeds United legend Ian Hart once pulled out of a deal to sign for which Scottish club? That's hard. That's difficult. So Hart is the is the pun here. So actually, the answer could yeah. be could be anyone. Saint Mirren. <laughs> <laughs> Excited, You've just shouted down that guy's house again. <laughs> My neck. I he's getting nine out of ten. Was that genuinely a guess out of all forty-two clubs? <laughs> no, I knew no, it. I knew it. There's no guess in it. Give me the next question. <sighs> Incredible. Let me hold on. I'm going to look this guy up. No. Do what do you mean? No, that's right. Can he run running? That <laughs> Squeal. Okay. Which former Scotland captain? Oh no. I don't even know if this is how you say it. Um, did. Peter in Lovu play with at Coventry City. Which former Scotland captain? Stephen Presley. No, oh, it's Gary McAllister. Okay. Oh, oh no! You just had the wrong name, Peter Unlove. Uh, oh, is, is that what made you get it wrong? That's what put me off. <laughs> was it right? Okay. Oh. You knew it was Coventry, and you were thinking. Yeah. You jumped in. You should have stopped. I should have jumped in. You would have got McAllister. I would have. How good is that? No, it's you're not. Gritty, I only got nine. That's, I know that's, yeah. what's, no, that's what's good about it. But you came so close and then failed is even better. Oh, Marv. And I hurt my neck as well. So delighted <laughs> at that. <laughs> Jim, that was <laughs> good. I'm happy with that, though. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I need new respect. In theory, you, sh- you yeah, should yeah, be. You don't say you hurt your neck so you went to Valentine's <laughs> massage. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That, that, massage on the neck. Yeah. I don't want to know what his no, plans Jim, are you're right. later, quite <laughs> frankly. He's playing it up now. Oh, my I need that clip up. Really <laughs> You'll be home alone tonight, surely. There yeah. must be a football game somewhere in the British Isles Rangers that your partner's off to. Rangers for... Can I say it? Five, no. No, no broadcaster matters. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, like a Clyde one, but not Clyde one. Yeah, it's <laughs> a, a limitation is what you're yeah, trying to say. Exactly. Um, there we go. Oh, I'm disappointed with that. And you didn't say his name correctly, which is which okay, is a problem. What, yeah. so how should I have pronounced it? Peter Unlove. And who did you say? In, in no. love. But see, this is the thing, because <laughs> I'll apologise to the, the producer, okay, right? Because he had written in N-D-L-O-V. But I thought there was a U in the end. So I looked up and there is a U on the end. So you tell me it's some sort of silent U. Yeah. Peter it's a wee bit like spelling Sifuentes. Zimbabwean coach and former football yeah. player. Listen, but had a bald head? Uh, yes. Yeah. But hold on, so you knew who the guy was, you knew the team, and then you've... you've did Stephen Presley even play for Commentary? No, he was he a manager. He did play, I think, didn't no, he? I don't think he was captain. Maybe he was. I mean, he was captain. But he wasn't former... No, the question was former I know, former Scotland. Scotland. Former so he never captain Scotland in his life? He wasn't, okay. he wasn't like a Scotland captain. Uh, but, but I'm asking you a question. If he captain Scotland is like technically, he's, 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 I'm going to actually look that up. <laughs> you, you guys better be right. Did, if he ever captain Scotland, Scotland I, I get but, ten. But did he play with this guy in Coventry anyway? I think it was a, a different time. No. I think what are you on about? Scale. Is he? I think it was a wee bit. What are you on about? He. I remember Presley playing with him. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be difficult. Stephen to... Presley only played 19 times for Coventry in the league. So there you go. Yeah, what year? Is it? Can you only play one game with him? Well, I text him and ask him. Yeah, I think you should. 1994 <laughs> to 1995. And in love? He'd have been the same sort Played of time. Played for Coventry. Yeah. Yeah, 91 to 97. Listen, see... Has Stephen Presley ever captain Scotland? That is a 10. Stephen Presley is not a former Scotland captain. If you get a shot of the armband, that doesn't make so you a John, former Scotland So if John McGinn captain. retires, is he a former Scotland captain? Not for me. Wow. Well... 
It's not officially a... Wow, know? he listens to this as well. I hope he messages. Yeah, but like... No, don't try and backtrack. In the spirit of the question, a former Scotland captain... Of it's the someone who's captain Scotland, no? Yeah, but not like temporarily within a game. If someone's handed a handband and they stick it on you like that... That doesn't McGinn count. probably did start a game as captain. He has. Yeah. Well, Andy Roberts has been injured a few times. So he's Someone please <sighs> confirm that Stephen Presley has never worn the captain's armband for Scotland. I actually don't think he will have. I reckon he would have. He's that sort of leader. Well, I know he is, but... <laughs> no, I don't think he has. Oh, the producer's you, know, you know he's Googling now, don't you? Um, he's Googling. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I'm not having it. Just He is Googling. 01419511025. Get to the callers, quick. 1025. <laughs> he did play with Peter... <laughs> What have you found? <laughs> Don't worry. Nah, there's no chance. I need a picture of him with the armband on. <sighs> Will we just suspend the rest of the yeah. show? <laughs> no, you well, guys carry on. Honestly. Where we wipe Marvin's <laughs> tears for getting 9 out of 10. I'm absolute pest, this guy. I is. hope he has. No, it's not coming up with it, Gordon. Right, good. Um, Stephen's a Celtic fan. Stephen, you and your fellow Celtic fans, I'm sure... Understand, you're not in action, you're just kind of sitting back, everybody's talking about the chance for Rangers to go top. So what about being on the other side of it? How do you feel about Celtic at the moment? Uh, quite relaxed, to be honest, uh, Gordon. Uh, I think we'll win it by six points. I think these all, I'm not saying that like arrogantly, I just think we'll beat them in the two derbies again. And we've got better players. I don't really panic when it comes to Celtic, to be honest. I know we're not great, I don't think they're the two best. Old fam sides have been in my lifetime, but I think we're just better than them. So you think, almost like Marvin Siri, it kind of sits you, you're, you're fine with all that attention and whatever to go on Rangers and maybe even then the pressure for them to stay at the top if they do get there? Yeah, because I think they've played the best football since Clement's come in and I don't think we've we've been at our best all season and apart from like the Aberdeen game and we played well against Athletic in the Champions League, I thought. And against Lazio at home, I thought we played well, but domestically, I don't think we've been great. I didn't want Rodgers back, to be honest, because I knew what would happen with the style of play. But you were never, you, we've got to move on, man. Do you think he's a better coach than Rodgers, to be honest? And it was a much better style of football, but he's gone to Tottenham and he was always going to go, so... Yeah, I suppose Stephen and a lot of Celtic fans would be more than entitled to take confidence from... Two head-to-heads this season, two victories for Celtic. Yes, they weren't both under Philippe Clement. Um, I suppose that we need to get to that next one as well. Mm-hmm. Interesting to see, I don't want to wish this season away, but tonight <laughs> they will probably go level in points. Mm-hmm. We'll see what the goal difference swing looks like. But then we need to look at, will there be twists and turns before they meet each other? I think Rangers go to Kilmarnock at some point. Mm-hmm. Before then, Celtic go to Tynecastle. They're like the standout hub fixtures, yeah. albeit there are other ones in there. So, um, yeah, I think recently he's told you that, that there are difficult fixtures. I mean, we mentioned there, Stephen, saying Celtic winning last minute there against Hibernian, you know, with a, with a, a penalty. So, you know, there, there will be twists and turns. Yeah, of course, the, um, the games against each other, you know, can definitely be pivotal and uh, be instrumental on in where the title eventually goes. And Celtic at this moment in time are ahead in, in that department. And, and Rangers will have to find a formula um, to, to overturn uh, the results when they play each other. But I think there still will be points dropped. Hearts are in tremendous form. Kilmarnock um, are playing very well. Um, you know, the, the, the pitch is notorious in terms of how people approach those type of games. It's always discussed, always talked about, whether it's managers publicly or in the dressing rooms. 
uh, privately. You know, no one likes really going down there. So, yeah, I think, obviously, with Neil Warnock going up to Aberdeen, uh, you would expect their fortunes to have an upturn in, in performance levels and results. And then, as you're closer to get the end of the season, you'll have teams fighting for their lives at the bottom. So I've got no doubt there'll be points dropped um, in other games, surprisingly. But as Stephen said, I still believe that the the games against each other will determine where the title goes, and um, and I, and I think it will go right to the dying weeks of the season. What I think you, it will be within the last week or two this season before the title is decided. What do you make of performance levels at the moment, Stephen? Up and down, like obviously for me, it's been a decent time. And the other day, I thought they played well, especially in the first half, but. We don't like. We seem to be just getting over the line type of thing. But I don't. I think there's a lot of negativity, which I think and and I've supported Celtic nigger enough all my life, but probably got no right to it. <laughs> Glasgow Celtic fans, the best in Scotland because I'm up. But I think some of our fans are very entitled. Like there's always a crisis, and we're top of the league, and I just think it's over the top to be panicking. But you don't think, though, Stephen, though, that you know the vast majority of young Celtic fans are used to Celtic dominating. That, that, that's yeah. about mine. I mean, they've had one season um, when Stephen Gerrard, obviously, uh, Rangers side won the title. But other than that, over the last, what is it, 13, 14 years, Celtic have dominated um, Scottish football. And I think that yeah, the that, young that. the young fans are, are, are growing up with that, whereas someone like yourself, who's maybe seen a few more highs and lows, Kind of maybe maybe a little bit understandable if there is a little dip in form or, or, or the opposition have have improved or whatever. But um, it is it is something I think when you're used to winning and you're used to a style of football and obviously you, you mentioned Ange Postecoglou, but I think you have to move forward. Brendan Rodgers has been there now, um, you know, and, and I think the Celtic fans have to buy into it. And there is a slight uh, change in style. Oh, There's no doubt about yeah. that. Brendan's a good coach, yeah, Jim, no doubt about it. He's proven it. But I just I don't believe in like going back sort of thing. But mm. he, he's came back and I back him. Whoever's the manager, I'm back. But we'll see what happens. Yeah, listen, I, I, I get what Stephen's saying in terms of, you know, since Clements came in, Rangers have played their, their best football. Um, you know, and right now, if Rangers win tonight, the teams are neck and neck. I think, Stephen, maybe the only worry will be is that they've clawed back, you know, six or seven points, mm-hmm. whatever it's been during that time as well. So if this was the halfway point, I'm not sure, not sure how many yeah. games Clement's been in for, but if that continues like that for the for the next however many games to the end of the season, then they're going to mm-hmm. finish, you know, ahead of you. And that's with you beating them as well. And I know it's just a line, but Stephen did it there and lots of Celtic fans do it. And they always deliver it in the same tone and say, we're still top of the league. Mm-hmm. Tonight is the night that can change. That, that, yeah. that, and that's all it is. No, listen, tonight is the night Rangers win the league. Of course it's not. But that's one of the... It's one of those statements that I've heard for the last couple of weeks. Calm down, my fellow Celtic mm-hmm. fans. Things are not like that. We're still top of the league. It just might be something that will have to come out, the argument, depending on what happens at Ibrox. Unless, of course, Ross County have other ideas. What about Danny? How are you feeling about it, Danny? All right, mate. Um, all right, lads, as well. Um, hey, I just can't believe the hype. In fact, I was... Last night, I thought Rangers were playing last night. We, everything was going on about Rangers are going to go top the league and so on and so on. Um, what happens if they, they, they only went to an Anna night and they don't go top of the league? Is a bubble going to be burst because they never went top of the league? I've got full confidence in my team, which is Celtic, as you know, that we will win the league come, come May. Um, yeah, Rangers are on a, a good wee run just now, but so is... We're on a run as well, and I just cannot believe the hype. 
Yeah, I don't know if it's hype, Danny. I think it's just for him. I mean, Celtic were seven points ahead and the Rangers have, have closed it. And also beaten, you know, Celtic beat Philip Clement's team. Um, and therefore, I think that it's a lot of Celtic fans thought that then that would... Uh, galvanise the team you know kind of you know, give give them that impetus to stretch their advantage but Rangers have shortened that advantage to the point where tonight they can go ahead of Celtic which a couple of months ago would have seen unfathomable so I think you've got to understand that that's why you know us sitting in here we love the fact that there is a real title challenge now and I don't think there'll be many Celtic fans Danny don't think that this is going to be the toughest challenge for many a year for Celtic. I, I, I think if, if, if Celtic fans think they're going to run away with it now, I think they're underestimating Rangers. I didn't realise how close we were to the break. Sorry, Danny, but it was nice to hear from you. We'll hopefully do it again uh, for a bit longer next time. Let me tell you about this. Clyde One, live, celebrating the first 50 years. Some interesting developments on Beat the Pundit, by the way, that mm-hmm. I'll, I'll get back to in the mm-hmm. not-too-distant future. But before that, something much more important than your ego. As part of our 50th birthday celebrations, we're taking over the Ovo Hydro on Friday the 31st of May, and we want you to be there. We've got some huge names joining us as we celebrate all things Clyde One, so why not come along and get involved? We'd love to see you there. We're announcing our first artist next Wednesday on Bowie at Breakfast, just after 8. However, if you want to secure your place before then, and you probably should do that, go to Clyde1.com. Hear that first big announcement next Wednesday, just after 8. And don't forget, get it in the diary, Clyde One Live, celebrating our first 50 years at the Ovo Hydro on Friday, the 31st of May. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Listen and watch. Check the Twitter feed at Clyde SSB. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141 951 1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. There's been a development. <laughs> VR. Is bad news. VAR has intervened. Bad news for everybody on Beat the Pundit. VAR. We've had a mm-hmm. check. And Marvin Bartley, not only has he got a 10, but he's actually had to like prove that he knew more than the person who wrote the question. So this is my plea to the producers. Please don't leave the questions open to interpretation. Forget about the producers. What's happened? Come on. Right. People What's happened it. is Craig Rooney and Joseph and Eddie Calden and a million other people including Grant Medland uh, have all got in touch to say that Stephen Presley <laughs> did captain Scotland in a friendly against Trinidad and Tobago so it was actually from the start of the game and uh, therefore not only did you get that answer correct you, you're one of only three pundits to get a full ten <laughs> Jim, you must be heartbroken I'm actually overwhelmed with emotion for you. I think it's uh, you, I, I mean, how, not how? only is it surprising, um, but the, in the surprising? manner in the manner that it was achieved. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think against I think, all odds, I think it puts you to the top. I, I think, I think, I think so you well. go beyond the other ones now. Yeah, because you've actually beat the quiz master. The quiz master was against me as well, and he's still typing. Yeah. There's nothing more to find and out. Also, <laughs> also. You must be the only pundit who's had a zero and a ten. <laughs> well, you know, I'm just here to break records. Who might have done that? It sounds like something... No, I think you're the only one. I think you're the only one. But I got a ten. You did. Well done to you. Keep your calls coming. Keep your Valentine's poetry coming as well, by the way. King of the quiz? Um, he's been called worse. Yep. <laughs> Before we get some more insight into Aberdeen against Motherwell and more calls, let me 
give you this question see how smart you are <laughs> I'm exhausted the full time teaser with Universal Interiors East Kilbride where their made to measure wardrobes are always on the ball wow good luck because not only is this hard it's the type <coughs> that you're not going to be able to concentrate on me and the callers as well as this because you're going to need to can I say something first like someone's just messaged me and said just walked out you've peaked <laughs> it wouldn't be hard when you set the bar so low it doesn't take much to peek so is this, um, is this got a, a, a St Valentine's of course it does, quizzes, of course it does. thanks like to John it. for sending it in can you name five players in the Scottish Premiership with the letters L O V and E in their names simple as that first and second names possibly going to five, five players it's tough isn't it so five but there are only five single player. five players in the premiership who've got the letters L, O, V and E uh, across their entire Louis name. Stevenson Louis Stevenson uh, well done Marvin Bartley he's on fire tonight this guy I told you he was romantic what I will <laughs> say to you right there were actually seven but out of fairness to you since he's not really known as this we I took out Cameron Devlin he's Cammy isn't he yeah so I took out Cameron Devlin and also Danilo Pereira da Silva (laughs) because we know him as Danilo right so I took those two out leaving five um, you know they've all played in the league this season five players Scottish Premiership with the letters L, O, V and E in their name Lewis Stevenson is one of them try and get ones with V in it that's that's the first thing exactly good tactics yes okay let's go to Dave Galloway Dave Galloway Dave Galloway must have all the letters of love in his name does he? Is it? Yeah, must and an L, yes. Yeah. Dave, can you hear me? Does. I can. Do you have all the letters <laughs> of love in your name? Um oh, well I, I I'm full of love by nature, but mm-hmm. um I, I haven't had time to think about that. It's your anagram. name. How long do you need? Well, I'm not very good with anagrams. <laughs> right. You can get back to me. Yes. Um what about the big game at Pitodry tonight? Well, two teams with plenty to prove in this ninth versus eighth encounter, Gordon. Consistency is crucial to hopes of clinching a top six place, but both sides have only produced sporadic outbreaks of good football so far in unconvincing campaigns. Given the tightness of the Premiership table with only five points separating sixth and tenth places, now is the time to start getting wins on the board as the split edges closer. Can either team deliver this evening? Well, Aberdeen got over the line against Bonnie Rig Rose at the weekend, but were given plenty to think about by the League Two opposition. Motherwell bundled out of the Scottish Cup by Championship opponents Morton. So big improvements are essential for both outfits, but there's a big incentive for getting a victory here as it would take the winners to within a point of Dundee in sixth. I'm hoping for an entertaining match, uh, Gordon, with a few goals and the omens are good. The last four meetings of the Dons and the Steelmen have produced 18 of them in total. Aberdeen make uh, four changes at Kelleroos, Stefan Gartenman, Jamie McGrath and Connor Barron replace Ross Dewan, Angus MacDonald, Richard Jensen and Duke. So it's Kelleroos in goals. It looks like a 3-5-1-1 for the Dons tonight. Uh, back three of Nicky Devlin, Stefan Gartenman and Jack McKenzie. Midfield, Shaden Morris, Dante Polvara, Connor Barron, Graham Shinney and Jamie McGrath with Leighton Clarkson further forward behind the main man Boyan Majowski up top the subs for Aberdeen Duin, Duke, Gay Hayes, Phillips, Sockler 
Duncan, McDonald and Milne. As for Motherwell, well, a couple of changes for them. Adam Devine and Jack Vale are in for Stephen O'Donnell and Lennon Miller. So Liam Kelly in goals. It's a back three tonight for the well. Bevis, Mugabe, Callum Butcher and Paul McGinn. In midfield, Adam Devine, Davar Stravkovsky, Jack Vale, and Georgie Ghent, with Harry Payton and Blair Spittle further forward. Theo Bear, the main striker up top for the well tonight. Uh, the substitutes, Oxborough, O'Donnell, Obika, Casey, Nicholson, Blaney, Buyabu, Ferry and Miller. Tonight at Duerdal and Dreek Pitodri, it's Kevin Clancy, he's the man in the middle. And on VAR duties, Stephen McLean. Interesting team news. What jumps out for you? Pick a team each if you like. When you go, you want to go Aberdeen or do you want to go Motherwell? <laughs> no, I think there was a lot of talk about Liam Kelly. I think that's the first thing we have to say that uh, Stuart Kettlewell has been, you know, quite vocal in his support for the captain. Um, but I think a lot of Motherwell fans are thinking perhaps there's been a few changes made. Uh, he's had a few mistakes, obviously. Um, I, I wouldn't say it was an out and out. 100% mistake the first goal against Morton. I think it was a difficult one he's positionally and stuff like that but I think if you'd probably put it down to a goalkeeping error if he's playing at the top of his game. So for me that's the big one. He, he remains um, you know in the team in terms of um, the confidence that the manager's shown him. Yeah, I'm surprised that Dukes came out of the team. Yeah. I think you know obviously Motherwell losing to Morton last time out and you saw Morton constantly trying to turn, turn Motherwell I think with Dukes pace up there and the way they have played from time to time, I thought they would have gone with two strikers and been a little bit more aggressive. As, as Jim said there, with Liam staying in the team as well, you, you want to be testing him nice and early. And I think, you know, with two centre-fours, they probably give themselves a better chance of, of doing that. Um, the, the Motherwell team, with the change, Adam Devine coming in, first league start, made mm-hmm. a difference when he came on, didn't he, on, on Friday night? Um, Georgie Gent keeps his place on the, on the other yeah. side. Jack Vale is another one that came in and probably had a positive sure. impact, so he starts... Andy well, Halliday, two and two, isn't he? Um, Andy, yeah, mm-hmm. he has actually um, the Ross County game. Andy Halliday uh, nursing an injury, so not involved. So it's like Stuart Kettlewell clearly acknowledging that he needed some changes, and he's made them. I can see the Motherwell fans on social media who maybe wanted even more mm-hmm. changes, but you had to make some changes, though, like you said, on the back of the disappointing result. Um, also, know, performance, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's different. I think if you, you, can, you know, yourself, you can play in any cup competition. Go to Capelo, it's a tough mm-hmm. venue, but if you're really in the fight, if you want to call it that, and maybe a wee bit unlucky, there's been a scrappy goal or a wonder goal or whatever happens to be, but Morton was a better team and des- yeah. thoroughly deserved to go through. I don't think Motherwell turned up to the last 20 minutes, if I'm honest, and that coincides with the changes that were made. So, you know, giving them the, the opportunity from the start, I thought Devine was really, really good. I thought he, he grew in confidence, he put in a couple of really, really good balls as well and deserves his kind of chance in the team. Obviously, he'd be hoping for a different result today. Feels like a really key game, doesn't it? It's not got the same tangible achievement that the game at Ibrooks can have in terms of you know Rangers going top. But for Aberdeen, Neil Warnock's come in. The fans are at least excited because I think you know the profile and the name and some of the things he's had to say. Probably not expected to get anything at Ibrooks. You are expected to beat Bonnie Rig Rose, so you don't yeah. look too much into that. This feels like a a, a real test there. Well, again, they've got one of the top players in the country this year, Miofsky. He he's continued to score goals. Um, all through the season, even when Aberdeen weren't at their best, he was the one shining light. He scored three goals in the two games that um, you know Neil Warnock's been there. Uh, I think when you've got a player of that quality 
And in that forum, you're always going to be confident that you'll score goals. Um, and I think the Aberdeen fans will now expect consistency and a more, certainly a, a better level of consistency. I think that was a problem. I think under Barry Robson, they had some really good performances, but they just couldn't seem to have that consistency. And I think that they will expect their team to finish with, with a real flurry. And also, I think the Aberdeen fans will expect them to, to beat Motherwell tonight. Mm-hmm. From Motherwell's perspective, they need to show you know a real response in terms of strength of character and your mentality. And I think that's the first thing that um, Stuart Kettlewell will be looking for tonight with Exotic Pitodry. And these are the kind of nights that can probably start determining at this stage whether Motherwell are in for the relegation fight mm-hmm. or is it you're going to try and go for the top six? Yeah, same, as Dave says, it's, it's tight, isn't it? It's so, so tight. And I was I looking at the weekend there and fair play to Dundee who did get the win and, and it then blew this argument away. But mm-hmm. going into Sunday, there was a point between Motherwell and Dundee. Yeah. One team's had what you would call a really bad season. One team's has had what you would call a really good season. So... But these next few is when you can maybe start to see teams heading in different directions. Yeah, and Neil Warnock's talked about you know getting into that top six. We're not only doing that, potentially fifth place. They need to win today. Um, I agree with Jim. The pre- more pressure will be on Aberdeen than there is on Motherwell. Um, if they can win today's game, I think it takes them a point behind um, sixth place, which will be fantastic considering, like you said, Gordon, people perceive to them to have the worst season ever. And, you know, they're one point outside of that. Same thing with Motherwell. If they can get a win today... You know, Stuart Kettlewell was under massive pressure for a little while and obviously you know, losing the cup hasn't helped mm. but they've you know, had an upturn if they can win today's match it'll be huge for them Very quickly, any more on the teaser of five players in the Premiership with the letters L, O, V and E in their name now that we've had time to think about it clearly Dave Galloway is one you can also yeah. put Lovely in Dave Galloway and Lady Love Oh, I need that. We move on. Well, uh, it was just because Dave was next to the team. He read the team. Dante (laughs) Polvara. I was wondering if you would catch that from the teams. Yes, Dante Polvara. I've got one that you're going to say no to, but it's actually correct. Of course it's going to be. (laughs) Nicholas Devlin. You're going to say his name's Nicky, but it's actually not. Yeah, well done. I'm liking that. I'm happy with that. Yeah, we know him as Nicky. (laughs) (laughs) So you just changed the question because you know him as Nicky. You can have it as an extra bonus one if you want. It wasn't on the list. Nah, it's not on the list. Uh, More of your calls and kick off (laughs) coming next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hear it. Watch it. Search the YouTube stream now. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Very quickly, I think back to Ibrox ahead of kickoff there and speak to Andrew. At the moment, in front of what is an expectant crowd here at Ibrox, these fans don't just want three points, they want that win by three clear goals and they want to see Rangers' name above Celtics in the league table at the full time whistle. Seven points adrift they were when Philip Clement was appointed a moment like this looked a long way away but it could well happen tonight Philip Clement will just be happy with a win tonight he knows it's only February he knows there is a long way to go but he'll surely give everyone connected with the club an extra lift as they continue to fight on all fronts if they can get that win that they're looking for tonight Ross County will be out to cause an upset though they've never beaten Rangers but with Derek Adams gone and a popular figure as well and Don Cowie an interim charge, he'll be looking to change their fortunes. I'll just run through the starting lineups quickly as well before we get underway. Jack Butland in goal for Rangers, the back four, James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, John Suter and Red Van Yilmaz, John Lundstrom, Tom Lawrence and Todd Cantwell in midfield with Ross McCausland and Robbie Matondo either side of Cyril Dessers who leads the line for the visitors. George Wickens 
in goal for them. The back five, Mitchie Effetti, James Brown, Loika Yina, Ryan Leek and Josh Reed. The midfield three, Eli King, Victor Latouri and Jan Dander. The strike four, Simon Murray and Eamon Brophy. The referee, Alan Muir, the VAR, Gavin Duncan and the noise is ramping up inside Ibrox. The crowd know what they want. Will Rangers be able to deliver? We are underway. Will they be able to deliver? Will Rangers be top by the end of tonight? I think they will. I, I, I think, although, um, you know, Don's went in there and, you know, invariably we say the new manager tries to galvanise the team again, tries to lift them after such a horrendous um, and disappointing performance and result against Motherwell. I think means about too much quality. And as much as Philip Clement won't mention it, even if they do, uh, when I think the players will understand the importance to their supporters. Yeah, it's not winning the league, we know that. But to get top of the league at any stage, but particularly in you know in the second half of the season, I think uh, would be a huge boost for, for Rangers. And I think the players will really give it everything to go for it. I'm slightly disagreeing with Marvin, I think, earlier on the show, if they're 2 nothing up. But I think if they're 2 nothing up, they'll definitely go for it because they, they know what's at stake, even even if it's just bragging rights for a few days. On. I'm basically asking you, will Rangers win by three goals or more? So will Rangers be top tonight? No, no. I don't think they will. What, a 2-0 then or what? Yeah. <laughs> just going to fall asleep? I'm going 2-0. You think they'll win the game, game though? Yeah, they'll win the game. Oh, definitely win the game, no doubt about that. Mm, but I don't think it'd be by three goals. It's just a really small point. I know the Rangers fans will all be interested in their side of things. But I've been quite fascinated by the goalkeeping situation at Ross County because Derek Adams mm. signed a new goalkeeper, a goalkeeper and put him yeah. straight in. When Ross Laidlaw's played really well in some games yeah. this season, so I wondered if the departure of Derek Adams would see Ross Laidlaw put back in, um, but he hasn't. And to be fair, Wickens has also done well since yeah, he's he came in, but it's just a bit of a shame for Ross Laidlaw, isn't it? All of a sudden, the manager just takes a random. Yeah, there was there was talk, and you know, I've mentioned it myself that that he could have been a possibility of being in the the, the Scotland thoughts because yeah. there's not that many you know Scottish goalkeepers, and obviously Liam yeah, Kelly's form had dropped, and Craig Gordon still coming back from that long uh, term injury. All of those things, it looked as if there could be an opening for perhaps another challenger, and Ross Laidlaw was 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 one of the names getting mentioned, and then he finds himself out the team, but. You know, again, different styles. Maybe, you know, some managers want uh, the priority to be building from the back and, you know, maybe better with his feet, all these sort of things. I, I really don't know. You'd have to ask Derek Adams about the, the reasons why why he changed the goalkeeper. But, you know, again, going to Ibrox tonight is going to be a huge challenge. No matter who the goalkeeper is for Ross County tonight, I'm sure he's going to have to be at the very top of his game. Yeah, it's almost tough to say anything original about what Ross County need to do we, we just go through this movie so many times in a season I was at the Livingston visit to Ibrox a couple of weeks ago no shots on goal I don't think 20 mm-hmm. something percent possession I'm not even sure there was a corner I don't I can't remember if there was I don't really remember Jack Butland um, touching the ball with his gloves is it you know is it just about do you need a bit of luck as well? You oh, hope Rangers are off it. Is, huge it, is of luck. the timing important? You know, like in terms of frustrating them for long. I don't yeah, know. you need to try and frustrate time. them. As we spoke about at the beginning of the show, you know, the Rangers fans will be going into this, and the noise will be absolutely electric, and the atmosphere rather will be electric as they walk out. You need to quite try and quieten those fans down somehow. You Penalty to, to Motherwell, by the way. Um, Georgie Gent down in the box. Um, I think it was Shane Morris bundled into the back of him. Um, I mean, obviously, it's not Stonewaller. Like, no, no <laughs> um, so, penalty Motherwell early on in that one. Yeah. Kevin Clancy, no hesitation in pointing to the spot. 
Interesting Theo Bear took the last one and scored Because mm-hmm. he was in that good run of form yeah. Blair Spittle had been taking them yeah, I think yeah. up before did, that did, did, he miss, did he miss it? Yeah, spittle, he's, I'm a, sure they missed it, didn't he? He's a dead bull specialist I spell yeah. I'll be mm. to Imagine it's the bear isn't it again? Mm. I, I think mm. that you know, we've, we've seen this year and this season I think that the, you know the the percentage of scoring goals from penalties is not as high as it should be. I don't think anybody yeah, here is not, high. Hey, the, the Scottish Premiership's yeah. struggling this season. I think I think there's too many players have tried to make it much more. I've cl- tried to be much more cleverer yeah, than yeah. they have to be. All the little stutters and the run up and try to disguise things. Livy have had their issues. Celtic yeah, have just looking at the obviously. goalkeeper. All these sort of things. Uh, any, anybody can miss a penalty, but I think it's down to practice. Just keep practicing, get your technique right, and don't change it. Well, Theo Bear smashes it tight mm. down the middle, and Motherwell take the lead at Pitodre. Cool full time now, Gordon. That will do. <laughs> Don't mind that. Yeah. Stop the game. Stop the game. It'll be interesting to see the response. I mean, Before we've even had the chance to ask for your prediction for that game as well. Well, I was going to say, I wanted Bear, that definitely Bear to Bear score a penalty um, for sure. That's what I thought, and then I don't know what's happened after that. Yeah, well, I, I would have honestly uh, said two one Aberdeen. Um, whether, whether that could be the case or not only because I, f- I always feel that Motherwell do have goals in them but they have very very few clean sheets Gordon I know Ooh, they had one against you're telling uh, me. against Ross County <laughs> last week but they don't have many smashes the ball into the and roof of the net and we've form. got a goal at Ibrox already as well it is Rangers 1 Ross County 0 mm. and it is Cyril Dessers yeah. with the goal you backed him to stay in the mm. team and prove his worth he's opened the scoring it doesn't take much. Even a maths dunce like me can tell you two more and Rangers go top. That's the start you're looking for if you're trying to rack oh, up a scoreline, isn't it? Definitely, definitely a flying start. As we said, what the Ross County have to do has to stay in the game. And was it five or six minutes into the game and they're, and they're one nil down? Um, it's going to be a huge, huge task for them now. And if Rangers score another one, I'm going to change my prediction and say they'll go to top of the league. And you know what? For of the specific criticisms he's had as well is probably that he lacks a bit of composure but mm-hmm. this is a kind of nice composed lob over the goalkeeper one of those bouncing balls and he just lifts it over the goalkeeper think, you hear people saying I've heard a few pundits and a few commentators saying um, you know when he's got time to think he doesn't he doesn't score enough but I actually think that his, his goals if you actually the last two or three goals They've all been very calm. He just rolled them mm-hmm. into the corners. He's a little disguised. Maybe it is more to do with time rather than. I think composure. I, I take that back. Yeah. I think composure is the wrong word. Maybe it is when he's got time. I, th- I think that he's, he's, he's creating chances for his with his movement. Uh, I think the Rangers players are adapting to him, and he's adapting to them as well. But I think that what have you got? Is it thirteen? I think he's got league goals now. I, but he's, I think his return has been very good. Sorry, very good. right? The reason I'm laughing because one one at Aberdeen. No, oh. as if I'd laugh at that. Um, <laughs> I was just flicking through Twitter as a dude, make sure I'm not missing X. anything. Uh, X, I whatever. <laughs> and um, I thought, that's Jim Duffy's face. Why has why Jim Duffy's face appeared there? Um, and you know that way that you can't say anything now without digital desks of newspapers mm. picking it up and making a story out of it online. So it's a picture of Jim Duffy. Okay. And the headline is, I took ex-Celtic midfielder out on a Valentine's Day date by accident. You and Peter Grant, yeah. the story you told at the start. <laughs> Roger Hanna, what yeah. operation are you yeah. running here? Well, that, that, that is a true story, <laughs> that's the thing, but... Uh, it's genuinely, there's an article about that. I, I think we, we even get little chocolates and all that, you know, little hot chocolates. Jim, don't give them that. more, stop! No, that, that, that was true, but... Um, um, I, oh, no, the thing is, I, I'm pretty sure Granny paid, paid for it, so I think Granny paid for it, so that was all right. So right. Peter's a really nice boy, that was good. Before I don't know about Lorraine, his wife was too happy, but certainly uh, Peter was a genuine. Do you know someone's edited 
<laughs> edited a Stephen Presley's Wikipedia page as well. Um, where it's honestly, if you go on his Wikipedia, it says that he captained Scotland on two occasions. Then in brackets, it says edited by Marvin Barton. And I'm deadly serious. Someone's done that to his Wikipedia already. Some people have got shallow oh, lives. Oh, oh man, I love it. Too right, much time in their hands. Tavernier denied by a good save there. Right, we need to move on quickly. Can you name five players in the Scottish Premiership with the letters L, O, V, and E? Anywhere in their name Dante Pulvara Aberdeen Trailing Motherwell Marvin. Lewis Stevenson Any more? We think uh, we, we thought the, the, We couldn't remember Quite his first name But we eventually got it Zach Lovelace Zach Lovelace yep, he's got, I mean it's right there for you In perfect order Lovelace Yeah I, I'm not sure of the spelling of this So this is the reason why I'm not sure if it ends in an I or an IE But Victor Latoury No Does that end in an I Or is yeah, it an IE an Is it yep. an I I wasn't sure Okay so that was good my spelling there. Jim, what about that. your former team? Livingston. Marvin. Yep. They're burning a Livingston. Livy. Livingston. Got a new goalie? New ish. Oh, I was going to say something from George's, not Hammonds. Oh, uh, Mikey. Play for Hearts. McGovern. Michael McGovern. Kenny Miller's just sent Michael McGovern. Kenny, you're too late. Oh, he loves it. Yeah. On the 10th I know the Kenny's 10th. not going to be happy about that But I do think you've surpassed him Some man. And the last one played for St Mirren At the weekend against Celtic On the telly And it's the V you're looking out yeah, for That's yeah, the key no, isn't it No uh, No Honestly It's gone No chance He's got the same first name As the nickname Of the guy that won you the 10 There's your cryptic clue Who won you the 10? Elvis Oh, Elvis Bomono, my wing back. There we go. Is that his name, Elvis? I mean, uh, it is indeed. We got there in the end. Rangers lead by a goal to nil. So do Motherwell. Whatever happens, we'll look back on it tomorrow from six with Gordon DL and Mark Wilson. I wonder how they spent Valentine's Day. In fact, I don't. I definitely don't. We'll be back at six tomorrow. Have a good night.